0: Let's do this. (laughs) So much better when we can't see each other.
1: It sure is. Welcome to Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm out of work air show announcer Matt Jolly. Joined, as always, by my two colleagues, out of work air show announcer Rick Peterson and occasionally employed Rob Ryder. Hey, guys. Occasionally. Hi.
2: Yeah. Nice to be back. It's been a couple of weeks. That's all right. That's because you're
0: making money. You can be that happy. That's Okay.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> Poor Rick. I'm telling I still have one, one little show that's sort of, you know, singing the swan song of, oh, no, come and come and uh, do the show with us. It's going to be fun.
0: Here's here's some news that'll that'll just go right to your bones. Uh-oh. I have my first 2021 cancellation. No, no. Yes, I do. Oh, now, that's the bad news. The good news is it's not really COVID related. It uh, has more to do with construction, uh, extending runways and things like that, so they can't go ahead up in Fort St. John uh, out on the west coast of Canada. And uh, so I was relieved that it wasn't COVID-related, but there's my first cancellation of next season. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, well. So sorry. We always, around this time of year, heading up to the convention, we start to get the feelers, right? We get the phone calls. People are setting up. Uh, their schedules for next year, and and doing their due diligence, making sure that they've got their acts all set aside. So the phones started to ring now, and we've talked about schedules for next year. And it's uh, it's just nice to hear that people are, you know, ramping up for the next season, getting ready for the convention, and there'll be news on that in the next few days, we're sure, that we'll share with you. But um, so it, it was nice, and then all of a sudden this email came floating in, but it's a usual thing, is it not? I think all three of us have seen this. Leading up to the air show and even just either at the convention or shortly after the convention, we'll have a couple fall off and then another two jump in or so, and things will usually uh, steady out uh, on the schedules solidified by, I would say, February, maybe the end of February.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right on that. That sounds
2: every right. once in a while I've got something much later in the year that surprises the daylights out of me. But uh, if I've got an open weekend, I usually say, Yeah, I'll do that.
1: Well we have am we have a big show today. I want to get right into it. First off the big. We we've we've gotta we've gotta get in some prop wash because Rick there is a lot to talk about, including The loss of our show sponsor, which we can talk about here in a moment. But take it away, Rick, with PropWash.
0: The half million dollars gone. You know, so it's hard for me to jump right into PropWash knowing that it's gone. But we're going to talk to you about it in just a moment. Uh, Virtual air shows, never mind those. We've got air shows that have been underway in the drive-in format. Or SkyDrive, as London, Ontario is putting it. And the only Canadian air show this year is all but sold out as of this recording, which is great news for them. They have, like Brian Lilly did with the New York show and the OC show, dealing with changes after changes after changes after changes to get this done, added into all of the things that they have to try and manage is the fact that there's a closed border between these two countries and they seem to have it all nailed down for this upcoming weekend, so we wish them well. Santa Cole is going to Toronto. The Canadian International Air Show just ended with a virtual show and Santa Cole have really put together a unique one and that's coming up this Friday, uh, the 11th of September. And uh, if you want to see how things are different in Europe, it's always fun to check it out uh, because they do things uh, a little bit differently. The performers use more flares. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a list of other things that you'll see too, plus the jets and the kinds of things that we don't get to see on this side of the pond. Uh, and they've included it all because they've uh, they put together a mast uh, over 40 Santa Cole air shows now to show you everything from Buccaneer jets flying to the uh, the Harrier that landed there years ago. And we're talking in a grass strip, basically, right up next to uh O'Brogel, the air base. So there's lots of interesting stuff coming up in that. Another drive-in air show that did well was Tri-Cities, Pasco, Washington. Smaller than the New York air show, certainly, but they managed to get that one in. And, of course, coming up is Oceana and uh, our, our good friend Rob is going to be involved with that, with Steph Strickland, and that is not going to be a virtual air show. That's going to be a live streaming event, kind of like we've been seeing in the sports scene, right, Rob, where, where there's no crowd, but we're going to have live performances streamed so you can watch them from home. Exactly,
2: and it's going to be a lot of fun to do that. Noon on the uh, 19th, Saturday the 19th, noon Eastern time, and I think we may go to as late as 4 o'clock. I'm not sure.
0: Well, it's not like you're keeping anybody in line at a porta potty you know, you, <laughs> that's you,
2: so, that's so, true. <laughs> so <laughs> you take toilet? it down to the toilet humor right away there, don't you, Rick? Yes, pretty much. You know, that's where <laughs> I like to be. And uh, and Friendly
0: Jerry's. Can we get to this before we pay our respects to Bill Connick and 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 uh, talk to our special guest today? Because Friendly Jerry's is gone. Our sponsor, uh, it's because he just he could afford to pay the staff and some of the utility bills. He couldn't afford the rent anymore. He doesn't blame it on the landlord. God love him. Uh, but he just he can't keep it up anymore, and he is gone, which means my short-lived name on a New York City restaurant menu, the Big Rick, has disappeared. It's been short-lived, Matt. And
1: I, I know. It almost uh, almost be... as short of life as those who ate it regularly. Yes, yes, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> thing was a huh? cardiac arrest in the making. But no, friendly Jerry's, uh, we, we hate to see it go away but uh jerry and uh nick and and all the guys up there that uh we appreciate your sponsorship and we're sorry uh that that covid is has taken out the big rick one thing though that we should talk about is the fact that we are open for sponsorship now now that our new york city hot dog stand uh is is no more we're looking for sponsors so if you'd like to jump in on the show please do
0: right it's someone who's not going to pay us in hot
1: dogs Preferably, Prefer- yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you can't turn down a good hot dog. Well, it was no, we didn't. No, but, we didn't. You
0: know, <laughs> I just hope there's never a power failure and that freezer gives up because no, no that's, that's an that's awful right.
1: thought. <laughs> Got a lot in there, a lot of uh, paid heads up there, that's for sure. Well, you you brought up the news about Bill Cornick, uh, who passed away, uh, in his in his mid 80s now. Uh, but what an, what an outstanding guy. And I'll tell you, if you if you live on the West Coast, uh, then you know Bill and you know his air show. I mean, the guy was really a, a remarkable, remarkable aviator. Used to fly a lot with Spencer Suderman, in fact. Uh, I know they had a real special uh, relationship. I think he mentored Spencer quite a bit. And there's no telling who else he mentored out there on the West Coast. But, uh, yeah, I was sad to read that this morning, Rick.
0: Yeah, his uh, green machine, the green uh, beautifully trimmed up uh, pits that he flew, was uh, uh, you know uh, 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 something that was seen at so many of those West Coast shows. And uh, people who are are posting their remembrances of him, it's all about the laugh and the smile and uh, and his his good humor. And he, I, as you pointed out, he mentored so many people. I think our guest probably would have a lot more to say about Bill, as he is uh, he has been so connected to. All of our performers over the years.
1: I asked him one time. He was he was telling me a story about a time that his gas cap fell off in the airplane. (laughs) And I've only had one other guy answer this way. Uh, Paul Fiella, who I just adore, back in Texas. But I said, "Well, Bill, what you know? What did you do?" And he looks right at me and he goes, "I landed." (laughs) Like, like, what do you think I did? I landed. A stupid question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gas is pouring out. You know, he said the whole <laughs> the whole airplane was like a Molotov cocktail coming down. But he said, oh, well, I landed United <laughs> Airlines guy. Ah. Well, should we should we uh, try to I, I would like to go ahead and connect if we can to our yes, special let's guest. Do. I think it's important. And all we're going to have to say is hello. I'm pretty That's sure. Right. And, and he'll <laughs> take it away. Let's see. Is, is Hollywood there? Hollywood, how are you?
3: Live and in person, it's Hollywood. Danny And uh, I'm on camera three right now. so That's great. Great to see all you folks. <laughs> and what celebrities are on this line? I have to know. I just have to know. Well, well,
0: not done, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I did not. Okay, that wraps it up for today, folks. It's been a great program. But uh, tomorrow our guest will be the deaf mute from Boise. And there should be a great show. That'll be
1: fun. Danny, thanks yeah. for coming on. We, we, we wanted to have you on to tell some stories about the ICAST convention. We all are looking forward to the International Council of Air Shows convention. You've been there since day one. Uh, and, and I think it's great. And we were, we were hoping maybe for a, a look back at some, some fun stuff that you remember and recall. Well, you're the, the dean of our industry is the announcer but, of announcers. So we're glad
3: you're here. Well, thank you. Uh, very nice of you to have me on the program. It's great to uh, be on the phone line with such great professionals, folks. These these gentlemen here are the best in the business. They uh, they have a lot of class and a lot of professionalism, and uh, I'm proud to be a junior member of their senior status. But let's go back to the convention. You know, you know, <laughs> you know everybody that we weren't always as clever or smart as we are now. Our early conventions were hosted by a major air show city, and essentially it was in December, like it is now, but the first or second week in December, one year that Milwaukee would host it, (laughs) the next year Cleveland, and we used airport motels as both our accommodations and our displays. Well, you, everybody is aware of banquet tables. They're the big tables that have pulled out legs that are used at a lot of uh, large groups. Well, our entire showcase was one of those tables in the lobby, and it would have the brochures of everybody that was there, which was about 10 performers, three producers, and a couple of announcers. So wow. we put our little brochure on this table, you know, about a five-by-two-foot table, and uh, that would be it. And you could always tell an airshow producer, somebody that had a show in their town, because they're surrounded by air show performers and announcers trying to get hired. <laughs> um, so it was probably... At the most, 22 people, maybe 25 people. In the middle of winter, at the Cleveland Airport, name a franchise, or Milwaukee, or Toronto. And uh, it was because that town picked up the organizational abilities to have that crowd there in the winter. Uh, Now, as you know, uh, because of our membership demands, not demands, but re- but uh, pre- preferences, I will say. We go out to a town that never closes. It's uh, fairly warm, and um, it has other attractions. And it uh, is the place of choice now for our membership. But we were pretty basic back in those days. Uh, but I got to tell you, despite all that that I just told you, we had fun. We had a great time.
0: We're still having fun, but how, how far back are we talking now and the amazing growth that has happened in this industry, Danny?
3: Well, it was the beginning of the International Council of Air Shows uh, when it was uh, spun off from a group called the Professional Air Show Performance Association. It was called PAPA. Oh, and yeah. it was, yeah. And I, I <laughs> dating myself, but I do have a Papa membership card that I, that I still have. Well, it was the performers, the major performers of those days, which there weren't as many as there are now. They recollected how we got air show shut down in a town in Colorado because a non-air show pilot was hot dogging after the show. And stalled out his airplane and went into the crowd, and then oh. Washington said, "Shut down all air shows." And the great leaders like Dwayne Cole and others went to Washington and said, "Look, we're professionals. We did not cause this. Uh, you can't shut us down." So, it, in the era of Art Scholl and Bill Barber and other great leading performers out there, and built sweet national air shows and others. I'd like to mention them all that I can't. They said, "Look, w- we got to get ready for this again and regroup as a as a team. And if something comes up where they try to shut us down, we have got to be pre ready to go to Washington D.C. and plead our case." Well, then, Papa, rightly so, was taken over by ICAS for the same reason to have a presence uh, in Washington D.C., which is very important. And uh, because we were growing, we were not the uh, just a few performers and just a few announcers of those days. And since that time, the great organization that we abbreviate as ICAST, International Council of Air Shows, have done a great job of uh, being present for what we do, our our occupation, our passion, uh, our love, and uh, being there, talking to the right people, when the need comes up, and also being a, a center of communication for all facets of all members of the airshow community, and that's Danny. Uh, it, Danny that, in a nutshell, that's pretty much what it was. What it is
2: now. Le, let me ask you a, a, a semi a, another serious question here, if I may, and it and sure. it revolves around. The kind of restrictions that are re- are placed on our aerobatic box and crowd distances of certain types of airplanes have to be 500, 1,000, or 1,500 feet away when doing aerobatic maneuvers. But 50 years ago, those rules didn't exist, and I'm assuming they became rules because people were hurt because of airplanes getting too close. And perhaps that accident you referred to earlier is. Do you think? Do you think the entertainment value of the sh- Show of shows has gone down because you've had we've had to move things back and restrict uh, the way people do their shows now.
3: Personally, I do not because when one area is restricted, there is a compensation of an increase in showmanship. So, I personally don't think we were hurt by distancing, which is a current term, but goes back to the separation of our great spectators to the performer in whatever type of airplane or vehicle they are performing in. So in my humble opinion, I think we're okay. I think that the enjoyment that the people get, that our great spectators get most of the time, one, one time a year, uh, is is fine. I, I just don't think that they're uh, shortchanged. Of any entertainment by the safety distancing that we have been doing a long time. Again, it's a, a fairly new term based on the current uh, current situation that we're all around the world are in. So, my answer: we're still entertaining the heck out of them. <laughs> That's what we do. Good news. Good <laughs> can, news.
0: Can you remember a time? Uh, Sequestration is probably another time where we've. Been so impacted uh, in a negative way?
3: Well, yes. And you got to remember, we're very resilient. Uh, you might remember an event called World War II, at which time there was no civilian flying. And air shows, of course, were curtailed because everything in aviation had a, a military duty. And we got through that. We've gotten through everything that's been out there thrown at us. And we come back because of several reasons. We are great entertainment. We are unique. Uh, we're family oriented. We are responsible. I'm proud to say that whether it's a little kid in a stroller or his great-grandparents, that everybody in that group that comes to our family outdoor air shows is absolutely entertained in a family type way uh, by our great performers, our organizers, but especially the army of volunteers that are responsible for the success of any air show in any town, wherever we go.
1: I think that's well said. Danny, I want to ask you a personal question. Uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's great. Everybody knows you as an announcer, 50 plus years in the business, but I have some friends who remember you back when you were a hotshot airline pilot and setting all those (laughs) world records and all the wonderful things. But I I think a lot of people just, you know, they, they see at the show, but I want to know, I want to know what you've been doing because you've sent out a few pictures of your hangar and it looks great. And I know you still fly, uh, Share with us, uh, if you will, a little bit about what's been keeping you busy uh, during our COVID well, Yeah, and
3: you know, <clears throat> people have asked me, uh, you know, how am I doing? Because they know I love air shows, and most of the time I'm away from my home, my summer home base, Ann Arbor, Michigan. But um, without making anybody feel bad, uh, I am euphoric about what's going on. And I can. I can only, I'm trying to figure out why I am so upbeat. And I think it's, I know there's going to be next year that we're going to recover. We're going to recover strong and we'll be back doing what we did before. We'll be we'll be uh, satisfying our passion. But uh, to answer that question, I've been doing things that I've been thinking about for years that, that I have never been able to do. First of all, to answer your question, I'm flying my airplane a lot more than I ever have. In air show and which airplane,
2: which airplane is oh, that, or airplanes yes. are those?
3: Well, uh, I'm. I, <laughs> it's the uh, the brand new American Legend Cub that I have. It's uh, in uh, air show colors of the great air show pilot Harold Cryer, who was a big hero of mine, but uh, tricked out by Joe Schumacher. So I'm flying the Cub an awful lot more. We're spending, we being Joanne and I are spending every summer night at the hangar, which is, uh, it's, it's really, uh, a sound stage movie land of the air studios here in Hollywood USA, but we turn it into a hangar at night and, uh, we face West. We've been doing sunsets just about every great night. Um, I, we have a river that runs around uh, our area here called the Huron river. And for years I was interested in kayaking. So I finally had the time to go out and rent a kayak and go down the Huron river at a very slow pace and just enjoy nature. Uh, you guys might remember the great air show stunt man, Eddie green, Eddie, the grip green. And yep. he son, Todd green. Well, Joanne, as their cousin and they had yet another cousin by the name of Billy Eversole, who has been racing cars for 35 years so we went to a central Michigan town about an hour away last Saturday a dirt track that's been that they have raced on since 1951 and we watched their cousin race his modified car and it was it took me back to my childhood uh, watching race cars on dirt tracks. It's it's Americana. It is uh, dust and high decibel levels of the cars racing and exhaust and burning rubber. And it was it was just so much fun. Us in the car were covered with dust. It didn't end till 1 a.m. because of some situation, and we watched her cousin race uh, two or three races. And it was I'd never be able to do that on a Saturday night during the air show season. Of course, these people operate during the summer months, so doing things like that uh, it really a kick and a, just a joy. The the one thing I missed about being in Ann Arbor in the summertime we have a tremendous amount of live entertainment normally. And we don't now for obvious reasons. So while downtown is a little sparse and some of the places are open and some are not no live music. And that's a big part of my life. So uh, compensating for some things and, uh, and just uh, missing out on the other stuff. But it has, it has been, I, I just know, I guess I know that we're going to come back strong next year. Um, In one of the very, very bad movies that I did, (laughs) starring uh, Bill Murray, who was playing the part of Hunter Thompson, the gonzo journalist, he had a a line in the movie, when it gets too tough for everybody else, it's just right for us. So (laughs) with that particular thought in mind, I just know we're coming back strong, and it's going to be bigger and better than ever. And uh, uh, I got to tell you, too, my thought process, my imagination, has had time to reload, I guess. And I got, some, I got some ideas that I didn't have before. I don't know why they come at this point in time, but they are, and I'm going to pursue them. And I'm just, i I'm, I hate, I hate to put anybody, I hate to. Be so upbeat when so many people have so many problems. But uh, I, well, the other thing I'm booking through and including the year 2030. So that's that's oh, on my mind oh, as well, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'm not lying. 2030, <laughs> right? 2030, yes. That's only ten years down the road. Oh. Nine <laughs> after next season, successful season. <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? God. 2030.
0: Nice. Well, I yeah. wish you luck with that,
3: it's, my friend. I really do. <laughs> luck will have nothing to do with it. Longevity will. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, you know hey, the other cool. thing, too, especially talking to you great professionals, I've had more time. I, I'm in a support group, you know, and I've, I've had more group. time to. Pardon me? A support group. Danny, you, you don't Yeah, a I'm in a support group. group, yeah. So I've had more time to be around my support group. I am the only air show announcer that doesn't have his own Grumman G6 corporate jet and uh, <laughs> that support group has been helping me through that.
1: <laughs> I, I need to get your number. I don't think I have it. I think I could join that support group too.
3: We, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, oh, the other thing too, uh, I, you know, you get so busy in the summertime uh, but I've got a couple of vintage Indian motorcycles and I've got them started and I'm riding them uh, more than I ever have before and I've been riding them on the taxiway here at the airport and the tower the ground control called one of the other pilots and said would you ask him please not to do that anymore ride his motorcycle (laughs) on the taxiway Um, Now that might well, there may have, there may have we, been alcohol we need in that to get particular you <laughs> we need to may it. <laughs> There may have been alcohol? Uh, there may have been alcohol involved with that. I'm not, yeah. I don't remember too much. We're not going to go any farther than that.
1: I think it's yeah. great. Um, Listen, Danny, we got to have you back on and tell some more stories. Will you, will you come back on at another time? We're, we have about three minutes left in the show. So. Sure.
3: So long as uh, I can only assure that 50% of what I tell you is going to be true. That's fine. The trouble is I don't know which 50% anymore. So we'll do this again. I had a ball. You guys are great. Thanks for keeping the spirit of air shows alive with your professionalism and your podcast. I just, I think you're doing great work. Thank you so much.
1: All right. Danny Klisham, everyone, the Dean of the air show announcers. Way to go, Danny. Thanks, man. 50 years. <laughs> of the business. Time. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Hollywood Klisham. Always great to hear his voice. And, uh, you know, uh, in 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 wrapping things up here i i don't know well, we're, we're, we're not gonna we're not gonna mention how old he is no
0: no we but, but, knows. but the whole idea was of, the, of the kayak the indian motorcycles flying the airplane that's right that's watching his sunsets this is an active
2: man and uh we're just we're happy we know oh we're yeah we are thrilled to know him and uh, just- and his perspective, going back to 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 the table, a two by five or two by six table with everything on it, and that represented what is now a multi-thousand square foot exhibit area for us. It's really it's really cool to hear. When I talk to him, and I get discouraged occasionally, I'll, I'll you know talk to him. He says, "You know, there will always be air shows. We may not know what form they'll take, but he said there will always be air shows," and that That's sets true. my heart at ease.
1: Well, I wasn't thinking and. I when rick asked the question uh, has there been another you know event in history i i was not expecting him to say well, you know war world war II, II, II kind, <laughs> of, kind of knocked us out of the game you know but <laughs> we came back <laughs> there you go so it, yeah it's not world war ii but uh i we we do hope that we come back from this next year and uh, always a pleasure to have Danny on. So listen, if you want to, if you want to sponsor the show, call Rick. Rick is, uh, Rick has speed dialed uh, with his <laughs> attorney Zabby, who will, who will set everything up in a, in a contract that I promise you is. I is, haven't
0: seen Zabby since the Gulfstream left last night. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, I promise you, it's a good contract. So, give oh, Ricky P a call, and we will, uh, we will shamelessly promote your product or service. Uh, via our sponsorship opportunities for the show center podcast. Coming to an air show near you. Hopefully subscribe too.
2: give us a like subscribe to this podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rick, where can they do that at? Because you're kind of handling all of that. Well, you
2: know, you're handling that end of it. You've just forgotten. That's all. (laughs) 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 He's been riding his Indian motorcycle up and down the farm without,
0: (laughs) but you can like us on the Facebook page where we do share some uh, more insight some insights. Some of the we will share some pictures of Danny's uh stage as he puts. I want to see him,
1: yeah. I want to see him on that, that Indian motorcycle. I wonder if he has a sidecar because I that would be fun. He should he should bring that to Oshkosh. We should lobby for that. You know, he I think, think John would not want anything to. to
0: do with that.
1: Don't give him ideas, <laughs> Dennis She's Dunbar. Do we have a do we have an act years. for you, Manfred and Danny? There you go. Zooming down, uh, zooming down the runway. That's going to be fun. All right, we're we're out of here. Time is up, and we'll it see you in, in two weeks. Right?
0: Yes, we will. We'll be back here in a couple of weeks. We'll have more news on the convention to share with you, and of course, uh, some more air shows will have happened between now and then, and uh, we'll tell you about that. All right. So long for now, everybody. And see ya. y'all. That's that's problems. Over. The towing truck, I think, is just
1: pulling into your yard now. I, I it? wish. It's still not here. <laughs> it's it's going to be a long day for this new airshow show motorhome. Even the towing company doesn't want to go near it.